0: Hello.
1: Hello. <clears throat> podcast Network Asia. You are listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly podcast, where we feature timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and the economy in the hope of providing you investing and trading guidance. Here's your host, Royce Aguilar. From the research department at First MetroSec.
0: Okay, so let's get started. So very um, eventful, very eventful local and global markets uh, in the start of 2021. So of course, uh, let's discuss what what happened in January 2021, and then what to watch out for for uh, February 2021, then long-term picks, and then... We have uh, one traders playbook pick uh, for you guys, uh, despite the sell-off. Um, I'm personally seeing uh, at least one opportunity for you guys to take advantage of. And fun fact, this is actually an index name. This is an index name. So there. Okay, so let's let's get started. So just to recap lang. In in January 2021 alone, we actually went down by 500 points, uh, specifically 7% down. So we closed at 6,612.62. So, several reasons why. So, what made the market rally in early January, keep in mind, we actually hit as high as 7.4. And it's mainly because of these things. So, first one is we saw improving trade figures in November. Of course, December wasn't that good, but the trade figures that was released in early November was actually good. Uh, We saw export already growing 3% compared to November of 2019. And then there there were also news, as you may know, that several government units uh, announced that they have signed deals. For the advanced purchase of the astrazeneca vaccine, another is the democratic sweep. Of course, uh, there was a run of elections around January five, where uh, the democrats won. So that basically means smoother policies or smoother path in implementing government policies in the in the states. So of course, after that, after hitting seven four, we quickly went down from there. So what dragged the market at the latter part of the month? So. Last January 11, and I believe exactly one week after, the COVID-19 cases hit 2000. I believe also yesterday, above 2000 new cases. So we weren't hitting above 2000 prior to that one. That actually uh, spooked a bit the investors, mainly because we were really targeting uh, reopening uh, related news. So this news that COVID-19 cases again hit above 2000 spooked investors. So probably this was the post-holiday um, result, right? And then there was also recovery outlook that was not so positive from the likes of World Bank and the like. Lastly, this was actually one of the main reasons why we went down the past couple of weeks. Um, the government basically not yet keen on reopening the economy. Of course, in terms of health-related, um, that that is a uh, rational decision, but of course for the market, they uh, did not take that positively because you know uh, some some countries are also seeing higher cases but yet some are quite reopening relatively compared to ours keep in mind some countries already already did reopen while us we were mostly stuck in gcq at least the metro manila where most of the economic activities are the market that uh, did break down especially earlier in the last two weeks alone, na madaming na break na key levels. So actually, last Friday we broke uh, below the 50-day MA for the first time since October, and then this week we broke below 7,000. Uh, we broke below um 68 also on significant volume that actually brought the market to trade at oversold levels for the first time since the March 2020, right? So this is actually a, a surprising development. So first time like our like or say oversold new market. Sumalo, na institutional today and yesterday so of course in terms of trading plan uh, basically my recommendation you will see there ang ganda di ba? ang ganda ni revisit ni support of 66 6. but there's a high chance it will it could actually bounce next week but the thing here is it could be a dead cat bounce right so for for me personally i think should the market for example take above 7000 again that tells me that okay the bulls are back Okay, but of course if it goes above 6.8, it might be just a natural bounce. It could still be a dead cut bounce. I think 7,000 now is a clear um resistance uh, in the short term. Uh, I have also a couple of charts to show you how significant the market breakdown was today. So just to uh, just to draw this uh um like trend line, right? kitang kita the bing breakdown kanina was very was a key breakdown talaga. Um, you could also see the MACD confirming the bearish breakdown. Uh, you could also see the volume, mas mataas on the red day compared to green days. So the basic technical analysis will tell you that's not good. Another is uh, this chart, which actually a guest of ours, uh, si, si Sir Aaron I uh, showed last month. But this is actually a monthly chart of the PSEI. It tells you, while uh, most were celebrating, si, si Sir Aaron or. Uh, took note of this that it may not be as, uh, we should not be as optimistic uh, yet in terms of price action, in terms of price action. So, of course, uh, for those who want to learn more of about technical analysis, it's not yet too late. Should we take advantage of the 6.6 six level right now? Is there more pain ahead? Sign up na. <laughs> Sign up na sa... Guided investors, fearless trader Program. to start na siya on Feb 2. It's not yet too late to register. Just take a look at our Facebook post uh, events gift. Diba? So my promotion pa. But needless to say, it's a really a knowledge of that we should all know about. Coming into this job, I actually did not know much about technical analysis, but I believe it was key for me, especially when we uh, when I co-created your trader's playbook, right? So there. So what do you watch out for in um Feb 2021? So again, lockdown measures, announces is it lockdown measures? Is it announcement of sectors to further reopen? Is it MGCQ, GCQ in the Philippines? Tapos in other parts of the world. Uh rising cases, um, like platooning cases in some countries. So what's next? Right? What's next? Um very important also, of course, what's happening in other countries, mainly because globalization is already there. Uh what happens in other countries, uh, sometimes it already affects us also. But again. Keep in mind that this week we actually lag the global markets. So this was the, the sell down this week. Um, was mo- mostly country specific. Of course, for the U.S., especially Nasdaq, right, correction. But for them, kasi it's also country specific sell off for the U.S. Right, uh, earnings, also the stimulus, um, prospects and the like. So for us, it's it's for us it's lockdown measures basically. So very important now to watch the news also to signal to watch every. Uh, word IATF says, uh, the government says. Of course, besides that, economic data is still a must watch. So, manufacturing data for us on Monday, inflation. I believe it's uh, it's a Friday, Feb 5. So, of course, you will see inflation uh, slightly creeping up. Ramdam na ramdam natin yan, especially mga prices of vegetables, right? So, next stock picks. So, here are our stock picks for. Uh, we actually have uh, several stock picks for you. But, of course, now ahead of the Traders Playbook event, um, sometime in Feb, um, I will not mention our new stock picks yet. Of course, these topics are, of course, for, for those who are consistently attending, uh, this wrap up, you already know this. But fun fact is, we are we actually change our target prices for this one. So you could, it's, it's still good to take note. We actually have different arguments already, different reasons why uh, these stocks are a buy. Okay. So first one is Ayala Land. So our current target price is uh, 52 uh, pesos. So basically, what we are telling about Ayala Land for this year is a quick recovery, not necessarily quick recovery, but a huge or significant recovery for the residential segment, right? And the residential segment is Ayala Land's bread and butter. We expect that to normalize sooner than other uh, property segments, the likes of a hotel, um, office, and the like. In terms of mall rentals, of course, what's key there is the rollout of the vaccine. Once uh, we see a successful rollout of the vaccine now, it will give confidence to um, the consumers, right? But again, for us, uh, we expect the, the mall business to go back to pre-COVID levels by 2022. For residential, it's that is actually the one subsector of the property to watch out for. For SM Prime Holdings, um, it's one of your more resilient um property segment in terms of residential reservation sales uh last 2020. Um it actually was resilient, and it's mainly big, we attribute that to resilient remittances. Of course, there was also low interest rate environment as early as last year. But for us to be specifically uh reservation sales for SPH, we do expect that to um pick up stronger um in 2021, specifically around 20%. Again, same story for the months For the mall segment, we do. Of course, there could be a slight recovery this year, but what is key is the successful rollout of the vaccine, which will um, basically provide confidence for the consumers. Okay. Next is our Robinsons Land Corporation. For Robinsons Land, um, it's I. We believe in terms of numbers wise, we do expect Robinsons Land to outperform mainly because it has this new project. We've been telling this for quite some time now, but you will see um, this contribution specifically from Chengdu to be more pronounced um, this year, which will actually result to Robusland land beating its 2019 earnings as early as this year, right? So there, so these, basically these three uh, are top property picks um, uh, for this year. And we could not emphasize it more that our properties are top sector for this year, especially well, we are seeing, um, basically our thesis is a reopening, recovery, right? So, there. Of course, uh, still we continue to like the holdings company SM Investment, mainly because it's exposed to these reopening, uh, winners like property, retail, and banking, right? So, which, which we, uh, expect, uh, anticipate, which we expect reco- recovery will be robust. Other than that, since we believe that the Philippine index is somewhat, has this more upside compared to its peers. SM could be a beneficiary of foreign fund flows, right? Mainly because it's the biggest company in the index. It has this uh, biggest weight. So if uh, foreigners want to uh, buy the index, they have to buy SM investments. So our target price with that one is 1,250. Of course, for a non-index called FB, Um, of course, this is moving to consumer already. So first one is FB. Um, We actually raised the target price for FB to 81 pesos from 73. So this is actually our opening winner. This is actually a fun fact, mainly because bulk of of SMFB's earnings comes from the beer business. And beer volume significantly dropped last year, mainly because um, beer consumption is also a function of tourism. And since we saw significantly lower tourism last year, um, beer consumption uh, dropped. Now, moving forward, we now see more people going to tourist sites, especially Boracay. Now, we expect beer consumption to slightly pick up. So, hence, SMFB is actually a reopening wheel. So, we expect uh, the company to benefit from less quarantine restrictions. Also, of course, the successful rollout of COVID-19 vaccine moving forward. So those are our stock picks. Of course, uh, you will see here in our model report for this year so far for the month of January. So the market went down by 7%. Um, our picks, including our three new ones, which I hit the name for the meantime. So basically, um, still down. Our picks are currently down, um, faring a bit better than the index. But nevertheless, we do expect that to turn positive. Um, especially once the country the country, once the vaccine is already here in the net. In terms of our traders' playbook picks, or we have a, a one pick for the month of uh, January. It's actually a traders' playbook that we already uh, released. It's actually one of the m- more resilient index names right now. It was actually um, up this week. It's still up this week. So this is actually uh, FGen. So for FGen, it's still a buy for us, both on the fundamental and even on the price action-wise. It managed to hold above our cut loss level of 28. The um, low for this week is actually 28. So ours, the story here is FGEN is actually a beneficiary of this uh, new policy of the Department of Energy to shift to renewable energy. Of course, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to, to shift to renewable energy, but the government is already starting to do that they're not they're already not accepting uh, uh, projects that are leaning towards coal consumption it's already starting and fgen is already well positioned on the sector and of course uh, the difference between fgen and ac energy, AC energy uh, has already gone up significantly the prospects are still there but for us fgen has a bit more upside compared to ac energy as of the moment basically for fgen it has the certain resources also to bid, because Right now, the government is uh, bidding some of um, some renewable uh, energy plants. Of course, if FGEN decides to bid, it has enough financial resources. It has enough of this expertise to win the bid should it bid. Okay, so right now it's currently trading at I believe mid 29 peso level. Um, Just basically continue to buy the pullbacks and set your cut loss below 20 to, to prevent further correction. So you watch out for that price of 28 they've been in the next weeks especially should the market continue to go down maybe so once it goes below 58 you, eh, below 28 with cut loss for the meantime let's reevaluate once the market uh, normalizes so that's our traders playbook pick that is featured on our wrap-up this month okay so in terms of traders playbook performance so far so of course it's not um, doing so well for the meantime Five of the seven picks already hit our cut-loss levels. But again, risk management is key. The market is down by 7%. Um, Luckily, when you average all of these uh, stocks that both hit the profit-taking and our cut-loss level, down 2%. Gross, of course, that's still gross. Um, Nevertheless, risk management is key. Especially, I showed the chart earlier, right? That the market, based on what happened today, it's likely continue to be bearish from here on. But for us, so you will learn, uh, you will know in our trader's Playbook event that in the next 12 to 24 months, we're positive. How positive? Please attend our trader's Playbook event sometime in February. We will promote that as soon as we finalize the details. Okay, we, you will also learn more about our three new stock picks and why those are our stock picks. All right, so this is the part where we answer all your questions, so very diverse questions. So this is good. Okay, so let's answer the first one. In a downtrend market, when do we know at what point to enter and buy stocks? So, because there will always be the risk that the stock prices might get higher or even lower. Um, first of all, you have to de- as an investor, you have to define your decision making parameters. Okay, so first one, if you are a long term investor, first of all, you will also look at the prospects of the company, right? You will also you will first look at the prospects of the company. And then if you if you see that the company is actually robust enough to, to, to outperform the market or at least its earnings, now you look into when to buy. Of course, if you're not so keen on adding technical analysis in your um, parameters, you could you could immediately buy, especially when you think the, the stock is uh, good enough to invest on, right? But the thing here is, if you plan to uh, integrate technical analysis into your uh, decision-making now, you apply the basics of support and resistance. So, bottom line when the market is breaking down and it, it breaks above or it rallies back above its key resistance level at significant volume, that is a good entry already. So, the question of course, there will, of course, there will also risk that the stock price may, might get lower after that, but the basics of knowing support and resistance helps you. Um, to guide is when the market is going down or going back up earlier when the actually um when the market already went below seven thousand parang for us it's already a signal that broke below seven thousand on significant volume I was actually uh not writing as much playbooks as usual right because I, I was thinking maybe the market may might, might even go lower um might even uh, go lower, and it did. It did uh, hit 6.6 as really fast, um, especially at market on close. Now, as mentioned earlier, so for us, let's apply now. When do we enter at this market? That's why. That's why I've been saying, uh, at least from my personal point of view, that when the market uh, breaks above seven thousand, I think the bulls are already uh in charge of that one. Especially when the market again makes a new high of seven four. Above 7,432, I think I'm, I'm more than convinced that uh, bull market is uh like is back. Breaking above 7,000, we could uh, enter a bit already. And then above 74 go na talaga. So of course, right now, parin, of course, it's good to uh, accumulate a bit of stocks already right now, especially if you're a fundamental analyst. Um, but if you really want to apply technical analysis on your decision making, Basics of support and resistance will help you. So, of course, so with that being said, what is the projected support now of PSEI? For us, it's 666, 6, 6, specifically 6583. Uh, um, when it breaks below 6583, now next is 64. Right. And the chart actually not looks appealing right now, really guys, after it broke um below the 6740, 6740, 68 level but if it, if it breaks below 666583 the the chart will get uglier and it will give uh, us more um conviction that the market is poised to go lower but of course that's me speaking as a technical analyst right um, you will know in the traders playbook um traders playbook event that as a fundamental like like me like me post uh, um wrote on that the market is still um, something to get excited for within the next 12 to 24 months. Okay, so there. Okay, next question. Okay, wow, that's a good question. Do you think the BSP will further cut rates in FEM? I think in terms of news, I think uh, Governor Benjamin Jogno said that he will not uh, cut rates uh, for the meantime. What is good actually is uh, if the government cuts reserve requirement, right? Uh, this is different from the usual uh, interest rates, right? It's uh, being in, it's in the headline. Cutting your reserve requirement rates actually helps uh, bank release more liquidity. So that's actually what we're looking out for. But in terms of cutting interest rates, not not yet. Okay, now, okay so we have a, a couple of questions. Regarding the REIT market, okay. So first is uh REITs. For us, REITs is actually a good investment. Um, uh, we've been telling this for several uh, months already. That's it's, it's good to be part. It's good to have REIT as part of your portfolio. Um, at least uh, as a hedge. As it's it's actually a dividend play also, right? If you actually have REIT in your portfolio right now, it's a, it, it's actually your hedge in your in this uh, recent market sell off. So A-REIT, A-REIT is a good investment, especially now it's acquiring more property. So you have an upside in both uh, earnings and more importantly, dividend yield. Now moving into Double Dragon. For Double Dragon, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting um, issue. For Read, it actually has a huge upside. Mainly because its properties are, first of all, it's office stable. That's, it has stability um next one is dd is also poised to infuse lots of assets into dd REIT in the future the main risk now is uh, it has huge exposure to pogos but the company did say that uh, it has 12 the pogos are uh have 12 months in advance in terms of payment so for example once the government decides to um let the pogos leave the country it, dd REIT has 12 months to find new tenants so there, th- those are the uh, advantages and disadvantages you have to take into consideration. So of course, I mentioned the risk and I mentioned what the management said. So it's up to you now if it's still a good buy. But for us, until, if, for example, if status quo, walang, hindi pa alisin yung pogo, so I think d is also a good uh, buy. Okay, so next question is, how would you compare FGen with AC energy and AP in terms of renewables currently fgen has uh, currently fgen has the b- biggest exposure in terms of renewables um locally right for ac energy of course your upside for ac energy because is it plans the the company plans to infuse the international assets into ac energy and once that happens ac energy will be a really big player in the renewable uh, sector for ap it's still building its renewable energy segment but it's it's getting there it's getting there their, their actual their actual target is to have 50 percent of their capacity under renewables so that's good so these three companies are your leaders in the renewable uh segment moving forward so if you plan to position ahead of the uh, shift of the government to renewables these three are your top uh, priorities okay so next is uh, nickel stocks for nickel uh, We've been also telling, uh, we've been positive for the prospects of nickel. Of course, uh, what happened this month, the correction was uh, well needed because it, it, it's actually been rallying very sharply already. But in terms of fundamentals alone, the prospects are there, especially um, China, the economy of China is already uh, recovering. And, you know, the prospects of nickel are hinged on the electric vehicles, right? Um, It's being used in lithium, in battery. That's why both Europe and China are ramping up their electric vehicle production. And that's your upward pressure for nickel prices. That's your upward pressure for nickel production in the Philippines. And moving forward, that's your catalyst for the stock, right? Keep in mind that Philippines is your... um, Top exporter of nickel after Indonesia ban export, nick export the exportation of nickel or to focus on their domestic uh, businesses. So, there, okay. Another good question. So, uh, what are your stock picks for investors who, who want to em- emphasize a dividend investing strategy? So, uh, for us, uh, another previous playbook uh, pick of ours is PLDT, right? So, if you if, to combine that with its dividend uh, policy. Na despite the pandemic last year, it maintained its dividend policy. I think PLDT is your pick for that one. Meralco also is okay. Meralco is also okay. Stable, um, stable business beneficiary of economic recovery as well. So there. Okay, so good question. What's the reason behind the decline of Pure Gold and RHI, even if it has uh, even if if those stocks have good twenty twenty earnings? So I think investors are positioning ahead of the of the reopening. So of course, they're selling down the COVID-19 winners and shifting to to um, the reopening winners. But for us, RHI is actually a reopening winner also, um, mainly because it has a department. It also has specialty stores which benefit from your reopening. But the, to answer your question, the reason for the decline also for RHI, mainly because of possibly lack of catalysts as of the moment, so it's good to wait for the earnings of for for the fourth quarter if there are signs of pickup, especially the economy. The economy um slowly reopened already in fourth quarter, right? So that could be RHI's catalyst for uh, moving forward. Good fourth quarter earnings and a positive outlook come twenty twenty one. So there. Okay, so was January a net foreign buyer or net foreign sell month? So yes, it it's a net foreign selling month. Um, huge, uh, net foreign selling in January actually. Is there a projection when foreigners will come in? Well, should the should the economy further reopen? Should, for example, the Philippine government announce a possibility of MGCQ really soon, foreigners will come back indefinitely. What sector will be resilient? Will be more resilient during a downtrend. Belts. Well, usually the market uh, depends on why the market dropped, right? But bottom line, the, sec- the type of stocks that will, that will be a good hedge during a downtrend are your dividend-paying stocks, your uh, utilities, right? So there, utilities, um, so it could be energy, it could be telco. Again, depends on uh, the specific event on why the market dropped, but usually uh, it's your utilities and um power sector. Do you think we will experience the same scenario we experienced last year? Um, what do you think will be the difference? Well, for us, kasi, we already think we already experienced the worst in terms of economic impact, in terms of lockdown restrictions. In terms of the trend ng, um, ng cases right now, ng COVID-19, although it hit 2,000, parang nag ano na eh, parang two thousand peak two thousand two hundred peak and then at this go one one, one five, and that's despite the new um variant right so imagine ako konting yung variant so far so unless unless the very low probability na mag worsen like kumalat olet like 4000 five thousand cases we think um the market will not uh, go back to the the four thousand five thousand levels. So there, the main difference, of course the main difference is before because when the market hit 4,000, it's, it's a new experience, eh? like what will happen next, how do we solve this right now, there are specific measures now how to solve this, like, like uh, for example lockdown, for example there are already vaccines coming in very quickly in other countries, so there are already uh, solutions in place right now, that's the main difference. Okay, good question. Which stocks would you be looking at to include in your portfolio if you were to add a growth stock? Okay, for us besides our picks, well, uh, I think a good growth stock, even if it's part of the index already, still uh, like as mentioned earlier, CF Gen, F Gen has this. Uh, I think we have to look at it on a macro perspective that the renewable sector is a growth sector in the Philippines. So if it's a growth sector in the Philippines, which stocks are I. Or should I buy? So Gen, even AC Energy also, but I prefer a bit lower than current prices. So there. Okay, next is oh good question. The ACE AC energy FO, same same concept as SRO. Not necessarily no, not not at all. Um usually cause if uh when you plan to avail of SRO, it's only for those. The SRO is only available for those currently uh holding the stock. Um, for FOO it's an option it's a, it's more of an option if you want to buy AC energy um so i think that's that, that's the main difference for SRO kasi for SO for SRO usually the 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 SRO price is significantly discounted for FOO not so much that's the main difference right because that's that's actually one catalyst um for SRO that you people are waiting what's the price because it depends the, the movement of the price after will depend on the SRO price, which is usually at a discount, right? But for FO it's not that much of a factor. But for for follow-on offering, the goal is to increase. Uh, the goal is to increase um the public float to because the you have to you have to do follow-on offering to increase your public float above the PSE requirement. For SRO, the result of that is um lower eh? so there i will correct that one if I, if just in case i make a mistake next soon so mm, okay how is home compared to wilcon okay so for for all home um the, the main difference is for for wilcon, it's more of construction of course they also sell uh see home sells also a bit of construction but mostly furnitures. Right. For Wilcons, mostly construction. For home, mostly furniture. That's the main difference. Why are NCTs not high on AC energy? Probably they wait they're also waiting for better prices, also. Uh, mainly because um, when AC Energy rallied, it's mostly the retail investors buying it. So there. Any news for IPOs for Feb or this quarter? Well, I just know and I just know that there are prospective IPOs for this year, not necessarily for this period. So I think there was a Bloomberg article earlier uh, about Mondenis and planning to list. And then there's also NGCP, the transmission company. Those are the companies that I know. Besides that, there are lots of leads that plan to list. Right? That, of course, besides DDREIT, na ito, this Feb pala, besides lead, uh, there are also other companies that plan to list their REIT business. So there. Okay, so for San Miguel Corp, Okay, kind of give us insight uh, the company. They have lots of projects, but the price of its stock is not moving up. We have to take, it's because we have to take into account who is SMC and what are the companies under it. Keep in mind that SM, uh, San Miguel Corporation, under it, it has the food and beverage business. It has the oil business. It has the infrastructure business, right? And this the infrastructure project, um, probably that those are the projects you're mentioning. It will not affect yet the stock price because, of course, uh, the projects will just, um, it will take a long time before they actually incur profit from their investment. So right now, probably looking at it uh, for the meantime, you know, you should focus on the food and beverage business. You should focus on the recovery of the oil business for the meantime. So there. But uh, keep in mind, San Miguel Corporation has been relatively stable also as of the moment. Mainly because of its energy business, and its energy business has actually been robust. Um, keep in mind that uh, San Miguel uh, Corporation's energy business is actually one of the leaders. Also, it's not that it's um, not it's not that, it's not that uh, much of a household um, name, but San Miguel Corp Energy is uh, one of your good bets if you would like to buy San Miguel Corp. Also, but again, why is it? Why is, not, why is the price not moving up because of the infra projects? Because you have to take into consideration other the other segments as well, right? It's a big company and it, it takes a big um, corporate action to move it, right? Okay, so what's the outlook for Merrimart for this year? Okay, so for Merrimart, um, it, ha- it will have a new revenue stream by April. It's the wholesale operations. It will uh, compete against S&R, Landers and the like. That's, that's the new revenue stream for Merrimart. It will definitely boost its earnings. Uh, definitely fundamentals wise, Merrimart will continue to grow double and best case uh, triple digit. Um, of course, the thing here is, of course, even if it grows significantly, um, definitely the stock price may differ. If even if the earnings double or triple, the, st- the share price is already taking that you know, into account. Do you agree? Um, keep in mind when the when the wholesale operations was announced, Merrimark was actually still down that week, right? So now we know the expectation for Merrimart's earnings is good. Now it's I think it's good to limit our expect do lower ex- our expectation for the stock price for the stock price as well. So that's that's our outlook for the earnings. But for the share price, I believe since currently, I believe it's still a stock held by many traders. You should treat it as a trader for the meantime. If it breaks below its key support level, you, you sell. If it hits above its resistance level, I, th- I think it's 8 or 8.25, you buy. So there. Oh, okay, it's so a good question. <laughs> do you think Filipinos can do what Americans did with GameStop? The The main difference kasi, um, with uh, GameStop is uh, you have two sides, the buyers for long and the buyers for short. Let's just classify them long and short, right? Right now, there's no short selling here in the Philippines, so it's hard. The best the Filipinos can do is actually, which, we, which what we saw, Earlier this month was to uh, hype up or buy up this third-liner stocks. That's the best they can do. Right now we can't short any stock, in, so it's a very different situation compared to GameStop. And keep in mind, we only have one goal here on how to earn in the Philippine stock market. It's actually when the stock price go up, right? So we're all in the same page here. We're all in the same page here. So. The issue with the Gamestop GameStop is um, hedge funds are trying to short the company, meaning earn while the price is going down. And then these Reddit traders are trying to buy it up and earn when the stock is going up. So it's a very different case here. And I think um, the Filipinos can't uh, do that yet because we only have one goal. All of us can only earn here in the Philippine stock market when the price go up, right? So we only have, we're in the same page here as of the moment. Any insight on fruit? Okay, so fruit is also a beneficiary once the economy further uh, opens. It's, uh, it's it's slowly transitioning, it's delivering its products also. Online business is also um, booming, but needless to say, the economy further reopening and the age restrictions will definitely benefit fruit. So the lowering of age restrictions will definitely benefit from it. Okay, our take on GFC. GFC is not uh GFC uh, is one of our stocks that are we are not so positive on. It's it's a reopening winner, definitely. It's a reopening winner, definitely. But our, our thought is it will lag the earnings recovery mainly because prior to the pandemic, we've been already flagging the problem with uh, its uh companies incurring losses, the likes of Smashburger and Coffee Bean. It's still there. It's still there. We believe it will continue to incur losses, at least in the short term. That's why we don't uh, recommend positioning uh, in J- Jollibee yet. So, there. So, uh, the question also, any upcoming catalyst that will boost PSEI, again, it's the, once uh, mag en- once MGCQ N C R definitely, the market will go up. Most importantly, we should take care of ourselves parandino to massive cases. So there. What are our insights? Um on cement stocks. Okay, so basically on cement, since we're actually positive on the construction industry, we're we're also positive on cement. It's just that on the different the different uh or the main hurdle for the cement industry is the selling price of cement, right? Um but bottom line, we're positive on the cement industry. Uh, we, we're just hoping that cement prices will also um, recover significantly. The problem is we don't have any um, guidance that much on the cement prices. Okay, our, our thoughts on these select stocks. Okay, so first C, Semerara. For Semerara, um, of course, cool... Coal consumption is a function of economic activity. And once economic activity picks up, coal consumption also go up. The problem on the future prospects is for Semerar, again, they're not that yet well positioned on the renewable segment. I believe they're not that positioned yet at all. That's why that's why uh, SEC will have this limited upside, right? For, Pet- for Petron, Shell PH, um... Their performance now, since the economy, since, you know, more cars are already on the road, um, besides the given economic uh, reopening, we should see oil prices go up. We should, oil prices should go up for Petron and Shell to, um, share price to also re- recover a bit from here. Okay, so that's also one key uh, catalyst for oil companies, eh? oil prices. So, next one is Mrs. G. For Mrs. G, um, Mrs. G has been a bit, uh, sluggish. Of course, it out, it did outperform this week, but still relatively sluggish, price action-wise and recovery-wise. It's still near its lows. Uh, for Mrs. G, for us, for Mrs. G, um, uh, again, it's also the reopening, and we would like to see more volume, sana, for Mrs. G, more participation from investors. So, there. For axiom for it's also being sold down. But for us, axiom is a growing company that uh, it's good to bet on a bit. So Axelum, new, it's a growing company with new product variants in the horizon. So it's good to bet on it a bit. Okay, so good question also. As the economy opens up, would you consider unloading Central Pacific and other consumer stocks? Well, let's just say we prefer you guys to have a significantly smaller allocation to consumer stocks this year and big allocation to these reopening winners. So for example, if your consumer, uh, if the allocation of consumer stocks are above 50%, we do recommend unloading a bit to make room for re- reopening winners. So next is any thoughts on Megawide? For Megawide, well, uh, since the ES now is out of the way, uh, the ES sentiment is now out of the way we now look into back we now look back into its uh, business again the construction business is already uh, picking up right now you're, you're the thing we now uh, must wait for is the recovery of tourism because it owns yung it owns yung mactan airport and half of its earnings historically comes from the airport operations so Megawide, for us, it's good to pick up, but we have to be patient for it. We have to be patient for it because it's also a tourism-related stock already. But the construction side of the business is already picking up. So at least you're, the 50% is already okay. Okay, so lots of questions here about financials. But bottom line, we're positive on uh, the financials. In terms of our topics. Uh, let's just try to uh, wait a bit and attend your a bit. But bottom line, we're positive on financials. Okay? So okay, so one more one more question. Okay, so question is what's your thought about DMC? Uh, will they be able to provide dividend this year? Okay, so when we attended the briefing, we when we attended the briefing uh, for its earnings call last nine months, last November. Um, it did say it the dividend they're not so uh, they're not ultra positive on giving the same level of dividends it did last 2019. I think that's the that's the key idea there. But I believe bottom line, I think they will be able to give dividends, it's just that it's lower or significantly lower than historically. Okay, so there, so thank you everyone. I hope I answered uh, your questions. If you have more questions, just email us. And I hope to see you again um, in Feb. Okay, so let's hope for a better market environment. And also, we hope to see you in our Traders Daybook event. We'll uh, upload uh, the PubMat and we'll tell you the details as soon as we finalize them. So thank you and have a good weekend ahead.
1: Thanks for listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast. Don't forget to follow us to get first dips on our new episodes. For more up-to-date market news and info, exclusive content, and the opportunity to connect with your fellow Filipino investors and traders, join Facebook.com groups slash First and be part of the First MetroSec family.